Welcome back to Of Dice and Friends, your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. I'm Joey, your host and dungeon master, and this marks the beginning of part four. You guys have been through a lot. You've escaped to the afterlife, started a war, maybe accidentally, fought dragons, old enemies, old allies, and even teachers. With your intros, will you tell us a bit about how your character is feeling? Wow, that's that's an intense intro there, Joey. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Nolan here, still playing Mo the Monk. He made it through death one more time. I don't know how many more times. Maybe I'm like a cat and I have like nine lives. You're actually a tabaxi. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But uh, before that, of course, I want you to know, and this is going to let a lot of people down, I was really trying to find a dad joke this week. And I was like, ah, maybe I do one like a pun on paper. But I was like, dude, that's just terrible. okay so so, okay okay okay, now you asked me a serious question so i gotta i gotta go on that how is mo feeling Uh, yeah all right well that's that's tough i mean we just killed two dragons Mm -hmm. i've come from a place i don't even think a dragon knows existed so i feel like i'm kind of like big wigging right now yeah okay I'm somebody. We inspired the seven. Like that's pretty oh cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just really looking forward to this episode. Are we like that? That's a big list of accomplishments. Are we going to retire soon? Uh, I mean, I guess technically that's up to you, but I'm not planning for that. <laughs> only only one of us has enough gold to rec- you know to actually retire. True. We gotta stick to that grind. Yeah, yeah we yeah. didn't sign up for a 401k. <laughs> How do we kill two dragons and we're still broke? <laughs> it was volunteer work. Oh, wow. <laughs> we're really bad at finances. Can those count as a tax write-off when we do have to go? And- I think so. Hi, I'm Greg, and I play J.R. Randstar, and he's feeling pretty good. I mean, he Killed two dragons, died, came back for the second time. Probably feeling a little invincible after that. You and have 6,000 gold. Yeah, I mean, no, allegedly. Anyway, uh, yeah, and then he's finally reunited with his childhood crush. Ooh, Ooh right. But now right. he's a man. <laughs> no longer a little boy. Oh, boy. I'm Rachel. <laughs> As ever, playing Tana the Tiefling. Um, you know, I think Tana is kind of on a, a high right now, right? Like, she got to start anew. She got to, like, literally be reborn. She burned her old body. Like, chaos is going really well. She's, like, kicking ass. Like, Tana's good, man. She's hyped. She's pumped. Yeah. <laughs> also, I have a question. I have a question okay. about your characters. Um, this just came to me earlier. If if your character got arrested and we just heard about it without any other details, what would we assume that you did? Oh, definitely intoxicated in public. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think so. Oh, it's, mine's boring. It's obviously murder. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. oh God. <laughs> oh man, that's okay. Honestly, Mo probably gets charged with like conspiracy to commit something because he just really trusted someone. <laughs> Tax evasion. <laughs> can I can I do a gross one? Yeah. Uh, bestiality. 
Oh, okay. Well, you know, he probably could turn into like another critter, right? And then he's uh-huh. out there, you know, right. I'll, I'll getting in the wild thing, doing take the his wild inspiration thing. away, yeah. <laughs> doing the wild thing, and then he pops out of form, and it's like so he gets caught. Like, what is that guy doing with that squirrel? Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, Tanis was just going to be arson, but way to take it way beyond what I was ever hoping it would be. Okay, so here's a question: We find out that Joey got arrested. What do we immediately assume that he did? Joey, like me, the person? Yes, okay. Joey, like you, the person. My, my Maybe guess, that was a dumb question. <laughs> my <laughs> guess is that he got so angry about a pun that he strangled somebody and got arrested. Somebody? Yeah, he strangled somebody. Assault with a deadly wordplay. Word yeah. yeah. So, uh, hi, this is Aaron. I play Finian, the elf druid. And um, Finian, uh, I think he's going to be feeling pretty circumspect by this point. He set off on a totally different mission in life and now he's found himself acquiring kind of to him at least unbelievable levels of power but also having been humbled twice having been felled twice by i believe the same dragon (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, both times and probably has a certainly a newfound respect for uh the wider world as a whole you know he's young in in elven terms and didn't really see much until this point and how he's seen probably a lot more than most of his elven brethren would have. So I think he's also grateful um, for still being alive and being able to participate in this miracle right. of life. Yeah. For and, now. And bestiality. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. I didn't say that. <laughs> Wait, I did. <laughs> hey, I'm Sarek. I play Heen, the scion, Gith. Um, Heen's, you know, he's conflicted right now because... On one hand, the memories of the past that he thought he'd worked through, he lived a peaceful life for the last 20 years of his life before he died. And so he thought he'd kind of moved past it. But as these memories keep coming back up, uh, as he kind of gets back more in his role of just practical uh, doer, I guess you could Mm. almost say, is kind of the the positive spin on it. Um, It's hard because he obviously hasn't dealt with these things yet. But at the same time, he's as an older guy, he's well past his prime and so as he's seeing these powers starting to become restored and he's getting closer and closer to where he was in power level it's it's almost kind of like a destiny thing kind of pushing him in a direction when he shouldn't be he's he's past his adventure time um but as he sees the rest of the group kind of growing up and evolving i think he's kind of becoming more confident and positive about the impact he's having that's good. Yeah, hopefully by the end of the campaign, you'll feel like you've done good in the world, all of you. That's the goal. That's always the goal. <laughs> I mean, we've killed two black dragons. Uh, that's good. Pretty good. We yeah. accidentally started a war, so it could go the other way, too. <laughs> right, right, even now. <laughs> yeah, two for the price of one. Yeah. Is, that, is that fair penance, killing two dragons after you started a war? Yeah. yeah. And you fair. saved the swamps. I mean, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, Saving the swamps is a pretty big deal. You dethroned Sensei. For now. For now. <laughs> I'm still waiting to find Wait, out he's the big bad. <laughs> aren't, aren't you the new sensei? Ooh, I, I don't mean, I wouldn't trust on. Mo with that. You, role. Could, you could take over the moving monastery. <laughs> Greg and I were joking that uh when we hit like the end the end of the whole uh-huh. story, the big bad is gonna be sensei and he's gonna say that he's doubled his power, so and he's level two. <laughs> <laughs> when he slaps it actually stings yeah. a little bit now. <laughs> <laughs> You take two bludgeoning damage. (laughs) Okay, on that note, guys, I think our cheers today is really apt. 
Here's to friends and family who know us well, but love us just the same. <laughs> I love you, idiots. Cheers. 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 Chapter 33, Fortune's Favor. As you step up onto the gangplank of the Fortune's Favor, the ASMR captain takes in the group before smiling warmly at Tana and JR. What a small world. What brings the two of you to this backwater village of all places? Ravi, what are you doing here? I'm so happy to see you. She runs down to give you a hug. I will give her the biggest hug. I'm so happy. I was bringing supplies to help fend off the goblin incursions here, but... And she looks around at the destroyed village. Yeah. It looks like I'm a bit too late. Uh, we ran into some dragon troubles. Hey, guys! Guys, D- come over! This is... We've got so much time to fill each other in, but you guys, this is Ravi. This is the one who helped me get off of Mount Orem. I, I, I owe everything to her. I'm gonna awkwardly come up and hug them while they're hugging. That's <laughs> <laughs> so good to see, Ravi. Uh, is that a sword in your pants? <laughs> yes. Ravi, I'm. I pull out. <laughs> she, she will detach from the hug uh, and and smile at you. Yeah, and then look to the rest of you. Yeah, I, I am Captain Ravi Ramisa. I, as Tana said, I know Tana and Jacob. Both excellent stories I'll tell you over dinner. But I don't know the rest of you. It looks like you've made friends. Yeah, isn't that weird? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was Ravi, right? Hey, hey I'm Mo. Uh, it's kind of weird. Normally when people get things stolen from them, they hate them. So that's cool <laughs> that you like JR, I guess. Well, he does still owe me a boat. I borrowed, I didn't steal. <laughs> you borrowed it and never returned it. Yeah, JR, where's her boat? Oh, at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> it sunk. It didn't float very well. I don't think you wanted that boat. <laughs> it works out well, then, that you have so much gold, you can pay her back now. Oh, is that true? <laughs> uh, <laughs> sweat. <laughs> I am Heen. A pleasure to meet you. She'll shake your hand. I'm Finian. Pleased to make your acquaintance, Ravi. The honor is all mine. And then Gonk and Egret will also introduce themselves. Oh, what an adorable little warthog. Is he yours? He does not belong to anyone. He is just my companion. He's chosen to join me on my adventures. And what's his name? His name is Dergus. She'll reach out to shake his hand, too. (laughs) Dergus lifts a hoof. (laughs) It is a pleasure to meet you, Darkus. I'm going to lean over to Jer. Did she just shake a pig's hand? I had a dog that did that once. <laughs> oh, I guess that's cool. <laughs> she stands. She's normal to me. <laughs> she, she, she stands and waves you all to follow. Where are you all going exactly? You said you had dragon problems here? We had dragon problems here. We've dispensed of the dragon. Oh. Yes, and the oh. one here is our friend now. Okay. He's a, none he's of us died. A, yeah, he said we can open up any noodles and company we want out there. <laughs> she she looks at Mo first and then looks to Gonk, who's a ghost, and then looks back to you. He was like that when we found him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, Robbie, we obviously have a lot to catch up on, and I'm starving. I don't know about you guys, but... Of course, you're all welcome to join us for dinner if you'd like. Yes, Robbie's Chef is the best chef ever. <laughs> and she waves you to follow. Welcome aboard the Fortune's Favor. Donna, just be careful with the fire on the boat. Oh, 
don't worry. I, I learned my lesson many, many, many times. <laughs> yeah, indeed. You might want some buckets of water. <laughs> You'll actually see some scorch marks from before, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <they're, laughs> yeah, especially as you get into the lower deck as she leads you to the kitchen. There are, in fact, a few scorch marks and corners that weren't quite cleaned up yet. Look, look, over here, this is where I wrote my name with scorch marks <laughs> over there. And and you see that part over there, that big like black spot? That was where I lost my temper at one of the guys. And, and oh my gosh, there's so many memories here. Funny to think it was over a decade ago. Was it that long? I, you were just you were just a little girl when I found you aboard. Oh, I guess I was. It looks like you're taking care of yourself. You look good. I'll just beam <laughs> proudly. Jacob, <laughs> it looks like you went through puberty. <laughs> you noticed. <laughs> so the, the two of us are just over here beaming. <laughs> she she brings you to a table in the mess hall. A, a nice wood table with benches around it for you to sit at. Dinner will be ready shortly. I'll, I'll be back with food. I'm going to sit next to Ravi, and I'll shove JR over. <laughs> no, I called dibs. No, I'm calling dibs. I called dibs. I don't even know what dibs are, but I'm calling it. <laughs> is this some? Is she some type of family, like your adopted she mother or she- love interest? <laughs> <laughs> She's the closest thing to a mother I have, which means you are not going to be marrying to that family because I am not calling you daddy. <laughs> wow. Durgus laughs. Sorry. You understood that, Durgus. That was pretty funny, wasn't it? <laughs> she returns shortly with her chef's world-famous uh, stew um, and and puts it, you know, gives everyone a bowl of it, including herself, and sits down, and um, the rest of her crew takes up seats around the mess hall. Is it vegetarian? Uh, she she brought you a vegetarian one, just on a hunch. Smart lady. And, and Tana, too, of course. I would take, I would like to take a moment just to announce that I think it is time for my decadal bath. Uh, in that it takes you a decade or that you only bathe once per decade. Also, maybe finish your food first. Well, I was going to ask before you departed after the meal if it's possible to um, arrange for a bath. Dergus and I are quite filthy from our travels. No you, one noticed. Do you think we have a bath aboard the ship? I hadn't considered that. It's a pretty large boat. (laughs) (laughs) While this is a fairly large vessel for just a trade ship, we we don't have a bath, I'm sorry, but you are surrounded by water. We are in a river. Oh, very well. I can take advantage of that. Okay. (laughs) So tell me, what have you been up to? Uh, Starting wars. um, What? uh, Nothing. (laughs) Killing dragons. I've heard you... You killed one of the two. I'm impressed. Getting oh, she, yeah. she resurrected. <laughs> she looks to you, Tana, like for confirmation. Like, is this bullshit or? <laughs> no, we we actually killed two black dragons. Can you believe it? And only two of us died. <laughs> no, no, that's not how that happened. You came back to life twice. <laughs> 
I'm speechless. That's that's incredible. So what what now? Well, I would like to regale you with a, a, a full retelling of the adventures of our band. Yeah, here we the go. <laughs> Eight hours later. So there I was in the water, deciding that I could turn into a dolphin. <laughs> I waded in up to my ankles and then my knees. Hours pass. <laughs> By the time Finian's story, his epic, is over, uh, all of her crew has returned to their stations and they are just waiting orders. Did they actually sit through the whole thing or did they leave? Probably. Right away? <laughs> They're probably they probably slept and then woken up and then gone to their stations. <laughs> and Robbie's looking very tired. She rubs her eyes. Finian, that was a wonderful story, but you failed to answer my question, <laughs> which is, where are you going now? Oh, did I not mention Yabu's rise? Well, let me go back and explain that part of the story, too. Do you have uh, a couple of hours? I'll interject, but actually... You're all still there after hours of me talking. You're probably like, oh, I'm already asleep. This. Just on the table. <laughs> yeah, JR, like, jerks away, yeah. <laughs> wiping the drool off his face. We... We had a close friend named Oren. He was a monk, and uh, he unfortunately died uh, in trying to help us. And we saw a tattoo on his body referencing Yabu's rise. Um, so we're going to make our way there. Yeah, the tattoo had something to do with uh, me losing my head. He got his head back, obviously. Yeah. She's quiet for a moment, um, and, and her cheerfulness has faded a bit. Do... Do you know something about Yabu's rise? Well, I, I met Jacob there, of course. That's where he stole my boat. Borrowed, but okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe there's such a thing as random chance. A storm may seem random, but it's not. Every particle of water has a story, a reason for being in that place at that exact time. If you met Oren, he was a longtime friend of mine. You knew Oren. I can take you to Yabu's Rise. It's been many months since I've been there myself, if you're interested. Yes, we would be so grateful. Thank you. This is such a strange fate, isn't it? It's amazing how the world works. Do, do you know why he would have joined the moving monastery? No, I, I'm sorry. I've never heard of it. I mean, what was what was Oren like? Because I knew Oren, but I didn't know he was involved in all of this. He was a kind man, and he just wanted the best for everyone around him. It's true. We barely knew him, and already he, he, he sacrificed himself for us. I'm sorry to hear that he had passed. But I'm glad he was able to help the five of you and to, in some strange way, bring you here. Well, this got dark. Uh, quickly, I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm just I'm glad you're aboard. That's wait wait a second, and I'm just gonna like whip my head around and look at Egret. Wait, hang on. You're one of the seven that we're supposed to meet, and we none of us asked her what this meeting is for. Uh, Egret just kind of gives a nonchalant shrug over spoonfuls of uh, soup. Oh no no, we're addressing this. <laughs> well, no, we're not the seven. They're the seven. We're just there. yeah, but they are having the meeting. What's we're it just, for? They're imposters, apparently. They're imposters. No no, I understand. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that she she has to know what the meeting is about. Why didn't we ask? Come on, guys, this is well, your job. <laughs> on the six days we were walking in the swamp with her, <laughs> nobody thought once to have this conversation with her. 
We just walked in quiet. It was just dead, dead silent. <laughs> I had talk. low blood sugar. <laughs> <laughs> well, our leader always said that we were destined for greatness. She thought that we could save the world. I, personally, I thought it was a bunch of baloney. What do you know of the Tome of Insight? Never heard of it. This was mentioned in the, well, in the message we received. Oh, no, wait a minute. I know what that is. That's, uh, uh, Valor was rather obsessed with a book called The Tome of Insight. Maybe that's what you're thinking? Yes, well, we were, as part of the knowledge we obtained, it mentioned that the seven were going to read from The Tome of Insight. There's uh, an old dragon spiral prophecy. Um, the light from the blue sun will reveal the seven, or some such nonsense like that. I I'm not entirely sure what it means, but uh, I was just happy to help. So sorry that I, I'm not really sure what this gathering's about. I was just told that I need to be there. The blue sun must refer to that giant sapphire we saw in the center of the town. I wonder if there's some trick of light. Wait, who who told you that? Was that like a fortune teller or something? That sounds like a load of shenanigans to me. Right, exactly. That's what I said. But Valora was obsessed. She was like, no, no, we're going to make everything good again. But Was she the one who named your group? Uh, y yes, that's right. And what convinced her that she was the fulfiller of this divine prophecy? Oh, well, that, that's a really good question. She she thought that the Tome of Insights had painted her to be some hero of ages, so she picked us to be her seven, and, well, and th then your leader bodied her a few episodes ago. <laughs> I, I, yeah, you need a better leader. <laughs> Great. Another megalomaniac with some agenda, just what we need. She did want to do good, which is why I followed her did and followed, is that no longer the case? Oh, well, I, I suppose I still follow her, though. Uh, as far as I know, she's still unconscious back at Dragon's Pyro. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, we're wow. really bad at this. <laughs> I, I, well, no, I stopped and gave her the potion. That's right. right. That's yeah, right. She's alive. I, I'm, frankly, I'm, I'm just hoping that I can see her. We were all going to Yabu's Rise, so I'm, I'm hoping that we'll meet back at my, my party. You all seem lovely, but you're not my party, you know? You, oh, you mean they're going to be there? Well, well, yes, of Ooh, course. They're going to be salty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ravi, why exactly are you not just willing, but excited to take us to Yabu's Rise? Yabu's Rise is my home. I haven't been back there in many months. So you, if it makes you uncomfortable receiving the gift, see it as you're all just stowaways aboard my vessel. Again. <laughs> Again. Maybe with less fire this time? Yeah, yeah, I can, good, I can do good. that. Yeah, don't worry, she summons black tentacles now. <laughs> oh. Um, I'm just used to uh, <laughs> businessmen such as yourself uh, always being busy and occupied, and I was concerned this, you know, may bankrupt you. Uh, generally, that's bad for business, I understand. It oh, we insist on paying Ravi for her time, don't we, JR? Yeah, you got. We got a big uh, bunch of money in your guys' bank. That I'm holding on to. <laughs> While that isn't necessary, it's very nice. And of course, Heen was it? Yes. I have to see what this these seven people are like. Don't you want to see? I, I, I can't let this big meeting happen without me there. They were like less cool us. So. 
just I don't know. That. I think they were cooler than us. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it sounds like it's going to be really historic. I'm I'm excited to see. Well, too. they are down one person though. Oh, look at Tom. I wasn't there. Yeah, so saying this is Rachel. Um, so you know, I maybe stepped on a flower pot. Might have been, you know, Calix, my stepbrother. But I mean, I, I, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, that that maybe puts a. Uh, I, I mean, there's you know, six. Yeah, no, so do we still in the seventh? Well, there were eight originally, so yeah. now they're at seven. seven. So maybe it was all part of the plan. Part of the prophecy. Yeah, Ravi, the coincidences and interconnectedness of our paths seem to be more than mere coincidence. Precisely. Like I said, I, I don't believe in random chance. Reality is just a series of actions and consequences spiraling into infinity. I believe in fate. Do you? Absolutely. Good, then I have a bit of a treat for you if you're interested. I'm something of an oracle myself. And she pulls out uh, a deck of cards. You, there's no pressure if you don't want to know your future. Most people don't. But if you're interested, I have a few ways of doing readings. Most people like, uh, I call it two truths and a lie. You may ask me any three questions. I will answer two of them truthfully and one untruthfully. But you won't know which is the lie. <laughs> Oof. Fun. <laughs> you may also ask for a three-card summary, one card to represent your past, one to represent your present, and another to represent your future. Or, if you'd like to know more about your future, I can do three cards only for that. The first to represent you, the second to represent an important person in your future, and the third to represent an important place or thing. What do you say? Are you interested? The last time you did that for me, I mean, you were spot on. So I'd love to do it again. Was it meeting us? She, I, she told me that I would find a group of friends who I would come to see his family. And at the time, I, I didn't believe her. No, in fact, Tana cackled when I told her. Yeah. Well, she was maybe 13 at the time and just escaped Mount Orem. That's true. I I thought you were full of it, Ravi, and now here I am. And it seems like you know exactly what you're talking about. She looks to Mo, who's sitting just to her left. <laughs> There's a little beads of sweat on my forehead as I narrow my eyes at her. So like, like whatever you tell me is going to happen no matter what. <laughs> what if it's bad? <laughs> then that is why most people don't want to know. But it could be good. It could be good. It could be bad. I'll roll those dice. <laughs> <laughs> Which option would you like to do? I think I'm going to go with the three cards that talk about the future. Okay. So for oh, our, this makes me nervous. Our audience who can't see this, I have a deck of many things. Wow. We're not using it as a deck of many things, but um, I have a deck that you will be shuffling and pulling cards from. Oh, so God. I'm, okay. I'm going to hand this to you. Shuffle it until you're happy. I'll never be happy. Though. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. I shuffled it. No, but I'm going to go with it. Okay. <laughs> so, would you like to pick your three cards? Oh, okay, okay, let's do this. All right, I'm going to pick this one. Do you want me to put them in a specific order? You just hand them back. Okay. Here. I'm going to pick this one. Uh-oh. And I'm going to pick this one. Uh-oh. <laughs> How interesting. 
Oh no. I hate when he does this. <laughs> Joey's got a huge grin on his face. I, I love doing this. It is so much fun. Modus. The first card represents you. The fool. <laughs> That's so <laughs> Now, don't take this card to heart. <laughs> the, f- <laughs> the fool does not make you an idiot, even though it says it right there on the face of the card. <laughs> Is she a psychic or just a patron? <laughs> and the, the fool often represents free-spirited. It is, it is a person who is bound to nothing and is free to make decisions as they please. Make sense? Do you have questions? That's, that's, like, that's like really deep. Do you do this for a living? <laughs> I, I run a trade caravan for a living, but this helps here and there. The second card represents an important person in your future. The fates. Whoa. A powerful card, of course. Just judging by the reactions around the room when I revealed it. This person will be tied closely to fate and to the future. Perhaps me, perhaps someone else. But seek this person out, and they will show you what you need to find. Man, I feel like I'm about to become, like, so loyal to everybody right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the thing you need to find is ruin. Destitution. It is loss. It is a scary thing to see in your future, but it does not mean your own ruin. Huh. I'll take a quick glance at Tana and look back. Why are you you looking at This could be a place or a thing that has been destroyed or was never built up in the first place, perhaps. A backwater village like the one we sit outside now. But that is where you need to return to. Oh, okay. Okay, I, I think I think I can work with that. I think I got some ideas. Oh, guys, this is awful. I don't think I'm sleeping tonight. Jacob, what about you? Oh, uh, well, you, you know. Are, uh, you were always so resistant to this. You have a change of heart? Well, I mean, I already know. The inevitable end of JR, so I guess what? I'll just do the 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 past, present, future. Why not? Nah. I mean, I've already lived through half of it, right? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> she will hand you the deck to pull three cards from. Oh, I hate when he says things like that. <laughs> the first card represents your past, Jacob. The skull. Death. Given that Tana hinted that you had lost your skull, <laughs> this one might be more obvious than others. <laughs> I mean, which time? <laughs> oh Hopefully, you won't experience a third one. The second card represents your present gem, wealth, but not always monetary wealth, though. You do owe me a boat, so hopefully it does mean that as well. My eyes go really big when I hear wealth. Oh, yeah, yeah. How much? The, the card doesn't tell me how much. It's not going to print a bank slip. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the tome of knowing. Mm, you certainly are Strymere's warlock, aren't you? And the third card. Your future. Flames. 
now and yeah, all eyes go to Tom. Both prophecies is just. Tana looks very self-important over there in the corner. Fire plays an important role in the world. Sure does. It destroys, but in those ashes, things are reborn. Reborn. <laughs> Preach it! <laughs> Hallelujah! Yeah. Well, I haven't seen the reborn yet, but I've seen the destruction. <laughs> this card is your future. A rebirth. Unfortunately, this rebirth is often painful and requires sacrifice. Or just a little bit of ungent. Uh, sometimes. But you will emerge on the other side a greater person. Do you have any questions? No. I think that's all I need to know. As she continues shuffling the deck, she she glances up at JR. Are you still on the run from Strymir? From your fate? Mm, I don't think there's outrunning anything fate especially she smiles and nods in agreement yeah wait wait hold on hold on time out you're running from the dragon i thought like you guys were buddy buddy well you had indicated you talked to him i thought I he did. was your friend yeah more like a mentor who you're on the run from why well, what i was kind of running from the the being a warlock remember i didn't have magic when we first met because I was trying to live my... It's, it's difficult to explain. He was afraid. Seems pretty no. easy to me. <laughs> it's all right to be afraid. And what Strymair was asking of you is a lot for any mortal. This is a lot of responsibility. But I don't think you have to bear any of it alone. And she looks at the friends that you have with you. Yeah, man, I'll... Uh, I'll I'll help you. I can, like, access your dragon powers, too, if you want. <laughs> Tana, hmm. what would you like? Would you like to know your, your fate? I like things to be a little less straightforward than that. So let's do two truths and a lie. Okay. It's you, deliciously chaotic. Do you have three questions in mind? So oh, you'll ask I actually three had to questions. do homework for this. You'll ask her three questions and she'll... Who do you think Five asks questions. the questions? <laughs> uh, oh, well, now that I'm put on the spot, I'm, I'll rub the back of my neck. I'm not exactly sure what to ask. I mean, like, you could ask you about your mom. I feel like there's some unresolved issues. Or the staff breaking. Or was the pain of the past for better control in the future? Uh, um... Uh, you know, now that I think about it, I'm I'm actually not sure if I want to know the answers to these things. Um, I guess, Robbie, I just have one question then. Okay. But you won't know if it's true or false. I'll take the chance. That's not how the game works, Tana. <laughs> <laughs> Will I ever be able to overcome it? Since you only asked one question. I ask that you pull a card as your answer. Are you comfortable with that, Tana? Yes. She'll hand you the deck of many things. I... Or the her oracle deck. Yeah. I'll um here I'll 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 take this card. She takes the card from you and looks at it and s smiles a little, and then she'll place the card on the table. Son. Will you ever overcome it? Perhaps the better question is, do you ever need to? 
Is it a weakness like you think or a strength? You have the capacity to be that sun. To be a guiding light in the dark. But what if it's all darkness in the end? Everything is always darkness in the end. That isn't the point. It's the journey there. You can make things much better. I'll just lean back quietly and think about that. But somehow it doesn't make me feel better. Under her breath, she adds, Oh, of course you can burn everything down as the sun. Things have that tendency when they get too close to it. As she quietly takes the sun card back and shuffles the deck, she looks to you, Finian. I pull my um, robe back up over my eyes and look at her. I would like to take my chances with two truths and a lie. Do you have three questions? Uh, Indeed I do. Ah, someone did their homework. (laughs) (laughs) Finian would do his homework. (laughs) And he would do it during class like he's right now. I lean over and I'm whispering to Dergus. Okay. And I turn back to Robbie. The first question concerns Dergus. He wants to know, will he ever find his one everlasting true love? That better not be the lie, Joey. (laughs) Break his little piggy heart. The second question concerns Valir, who we spoke about. Are Valir's actions ultimately for the betterment of all kind? Or is he working towards evil? And my final question. I've acquired much power and control of the natural elements. If I continue on this path, will I be continuing on a path of good or evil? Your three questions. Will Durgus find love? Are Valir's actions good? And is your own path good? The answer to all three of these is yes. Though, as stated, one of those is a lie. For the betterment of the world, I hope Durgus doesn't find love. (laughs) That's rough, buddy. (laughs) And as you lean back and considers this, she turns finally to Heen. I will put my hand up in rejection. No, thank you. Are you sure? Yes. I uh, can't believe in fate, even though they're is little evidence for our ability to truly make our own decisions of any kind. Even with a soul, we do not choose the soul. We do not choose the environment which we grow up in. If we are to believe in fate, it absolves us of all action, for it was predetermined. And that is not a life or a belief. I can accept, for then I would have no responsibility over the evils and goods I have done. That is not how I see it. Your actions are still your own, but you choosing those actions creates your fate. Fate does not dictate it to you, you dictate fate. Then perhaps that is where we differ. Now can we get drunk? 
Of course. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm old enough now. <laughs> and everyone does exactly that. Maybe not Ravi as much because she has a boat to captain. As it gets later on in the evening, one by one, you all go to the rooms that have been assigned to you. Um, though when everyone is, is leaving, she holds, she grabs JR. And so it's just the two of you left. Keep a close eye on Tana for me. Between you and me, I, I've never been able to read her fates. Oh. So, please, just make sure she isn't getting herself into too much trouble. And maybe try and keep her away from her family. I'll try. I have noticed that it seems like chaos is the only thing that escapes you from fate. That terrifies me. Maybe it's just freedom. I'll just walk away. She sets sail. And you, you're you making your way north on this river. So sometime during the night, after I've had my four-hour meditation, <clears throat> um, I strip down into my, well, nothing. Okay, please no more details. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he can't go any further. Oh, he could. <laughs> I he have could. one pale, pasty MFR. <laughs> I've been wearing did. the same stuff for a long time without sun. Remember, it's always daylight, too, so you're probably frying. So I quickly run out to the side of the ship and jump in the water with a bar of soap. <laughs> oh, God. The, the ship, I know, is actually going down the river, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm falling behind it, but that's okay, because I can catch up when I want to. Okay, yeah. You you feel the sun sizzling your skin, but I hey, dive you're under. I, I go under the water as much as I can, and I'm bathing under the water. <laughs> and once I am satisfactory satisfactorily cleaned I turn into an otter Aww. <laughs> and then I'm playing in the water and catching fish keeping the boat in sight are you spearing the fish with your antlers well I only have one oh sadly yeah yeah, yeah. um anyway so <laughs> so you're like a yeah. narwhal otter uh yeah, I, yeah I'm like a very strange looking one antlered otter God, I just imagine just a naked elf running out, steaming. Yes, oh, I'm basically like, into the water like real fast. smoke coming off my skin. <laughs> so yeah, at some point during the next day, when I catch Jr. alone away from the rest of the party, I'm gonna walk up to him. Okay, hey man, look, I'm yep. gonna look around. Okay, so like you're a warlock and you're like used to packs and things, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, well I've been thinking about this all last night. Okay, so Finian's like three questions were really heavy. And, and then she said herself that we can manipulate fate. So I, I'm offering to make a pact with you, man. We're going to have to keep Derek a single. And I think the only way we can do it is we have to become like... <laughs> we, have to, we have to become super overbearing to anyone he dates. But I guess in this case, in this case we have to be overboring. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stick my hand wow. on you for, for a handshake. <laughs> I'll shake this hand. That's good. You guys are a couple wow. of pork, pork walkers. Wow. You hear a, a kind of light clacking, rustling sound as around the corner, Dergus emerges. I immediately let go of JR's hand. Oh, oh hey guys, what's <laughs> up? Oh, and you notice right away that he is wearing one badass looking suit. Of black dragon scale armor. Ooh. <laughs> and then you hear footsteps, and right behind him, around the corner, comes Finian. And I'm wearing also a brand new head to toe 
you know, neck to toe suit of dragon skill armor and attached to my head where my antler once was is one very interesting looking <laughs> dragon claw that is now <laughs> somehow bolted <laughs> by means of metal screws and oh, plates. God. <laughs> this oh. dragon claw. If anyone who's listening to this is an artist, I will literally pay you to draw this. That, that would be all. really cool. And I look fearsome because my face is kind of a mess. <laughs> like I'm wearing, you know, the hood and stuff, but you can see under the hood, you know, I've got the scars and my nose has basically been like kind of poorly grafted on my other nose. <laughs> and I've got scars from bur- you know, the acid burns on my face. Yeah. <laughs> I look like something. <laughs> uh, Finian, what the hell? That's your reaction. Yeah, you can't just wear that. What if I wore your skin? How would you feel about that? You, oh, That's oh, offensive. What, what's that, Gonk? Oh, sorry, guys. I got to go. No, I'm just going to take off running. <laughs> I stop in my tracks. Oh, you know, I hadn't considered that. Um, JR, I'm sorry. Uh, How would you feel? I'll pull out your antler I took and put it on my head. <laughs> I just did this. Oh, I'm Finny and I'm an elf. <laughs> in, in, where I come from. Wearing the skins or parts of those that you've defeated in battle or the animals that you've taken is an honor to those and a sign of respect. In particular, Avru felled me twice. Once to my death, the other to my near death. So I feel like I'm only representing respect and and, and giving honor to such a powerful foe. Mm, I'll just (laughs) narrow my eyes. Fine, and I'll put your antler in my hat and just walk away. <laughs> As a sign of respect. Yeah, that's a sh- sign of respect. And I'll just glare at you and walk away. I, I'll walk in. Is JR trying to join your order now? I don't think he has what it takes to join my order. He would need another antler. And a lot more B.O. thank you for your help putting together this this suit of armor it's it means something to me for sure Uh, of course as long as it keeps you safer what does that armor look like well i'll tell you it is dragon scale mail so your ac is set to 15 plus your dex to a max of two you have resistance to acid poison and necrotic damage and advantage against diseases and as an action, you can sense the presence of any black dragons within 30 miles. Whoa. <laughs> wow. That's better than my scales. <laughs> <laughs> you do need to attune to this. Yeah. And then for Dergus, what is, what is, I guess he would have the same thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the exact same thing. So, so you and your, your, your pet pig are going to be walking around like twinsies now? Yeah. We're super cute. They look super evil. I think I know which question was uh, <laughs> And then just, just, just one more question. So you are our tankiest player now are even more tanky while I, the squishy 40, <laughs> like am going to die if a feather drops on me wrong. Oh no, a feather. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really dangerous sharp feather. Watch out. Uh, well, I kind of look at it this way. Chickens. I'm tanky, but I also have to be the one that's going to be running out into the middle of combat healing while also trying to dish out damage. I'm going to be an exposed character. (laughs) Yeah, I know that life. (laughs) And not in the naughty way. 
Hmm. Or in, both. In I mean, he says after in he addition. lifted his robe in front of all of us. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, uh, as they're having that discussion, I think I'm going to duck out and go find Gonk. Oh, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you, you, you find Gonk uh, sitting on a barrel up on deck, hand in fist, you know, thinking deep in thought. Hey, Gonk, what you, what you doing up here? Oh, Gonk just thinking. Gonk think about many things. Like, why Legal put noodles and company in malice? Good people not go there. Maybe Legal not feeling well. Also, why Aarakocra poop white? Where does all the brown go? What about Mo? I'm <laughs> not thinking. Well, actually, <laughs> now I am. Uh, you know, I was wondering, so you're coming with us to, to the Seven? Yeah, I'm curious about what, why Seven? That's what I was thinking, too, because, like, weren't you telling us earlier it's all about Ten? Hmm, why Seven, not Ten? Ten important number, Mo right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my idea, not yours. Gonk have to think on this. Maybe seven come from ten. Maybe it's all derivative. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I'm going to go watch the arguing instead. <laughs> he returns to uh, his contemplations. <laughs> JR, yeah. a crash of thunder wakes you from your dreamless sleep on the second night of travel. After your senses adjust to being awake, you can make out people talking in hushed tones outside your door. I will sneak to the door. Make a stuff check. <laughs> oh, wow. 20. Not that. Well, wait, which time? Because there's also the time where the four of us stand outside his door and talk shit about him before we go to bed. I'm Is always that listening at that crying. <laughs> <laughs> you think I'm not listening, but I'm actually there just... <laughs> yeah. you, you peek through the crack in the door and you don't see anyone, but you still hear the whispers and you just can't quite make out what they're saying. I'll open the door and look up. There's no one there, but you still hear them and it's just no longer from the hall. Now it's echoing down the, from the stairs that lead up to deck. I feel like I'm in a horror movie, so you always go towards the sound. Yeah. <laughs> Smart. And I'll start walking towards where the whispering is. JR, you emerge onto deck to find only a handful of crew working, just enough to keep the boat on course despite the storm. The wind and rain do feel nice on your skin, though. Welcoming. And then you realize the whispers aren't people at all, but the wind. A faint voice being carried by the storm. Jacob, save them. From from what? The river. Save them. I'm going to go run to the side and look at the river. Uh, you find floating face down in the boggy river is a triton. I'll jump in, try and save this triton. Uh, yeah, you, you jump in. He's floating. Luckily, you, you grab onto him. How are you going to get back onto the boat? It's stormy, so I'll fly up. Oh, oh man, that's so cool. <laughs> you get back onto the deck without problem, carrying him. He, he seems light, like his muscles have decayed. Um, you do feel him breathing, however. The crew immediately sees you fly back onto the deck with a triton, um, and they, they clear space for you to put him down. Yeah, I'll set him down and turn him over to see who it is. The unconscious triton man is completely naked, aside from scraps of clothes that still cling to his body, which looks slightly shriveled, as if life was pulled from his skin and his muscles. Make a history check. 
a five. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm giving you. <laughs> he is unconscious, as I said. He is breathing, though his breathing is slow and uneasy. I'll tell the crew. Someone go wake up Finian. One of them will nod and rush down, and Finian, there's a banging at your door. I, I wake from my meditation, and I go to the door. They they tell you they need a medic quickly. Uh, your friend JR found someone out in the river. I throw my robe on and uh, come out to find you. This this man is badly hurt. Where did you find him? He's in the river. You rescued him from the river? Yes. That's wonderful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how could how could you there to save him? Um, I, I I will do a uh, medicine check. Go ahead. That's like a 25, 26. Wow. Uh, Aside from his his skin and muscles, his body appears fine. No broken bones, no lacerations. uh, And he is very, very much unconscious. You're not sure why. It seems like something unnatural is keeping him asleep. I'll do a greater restoration. As you cast greater restoration on him, his breathing quickens to a healthy pace and becomes very rhythmic. Though he does not wake up, you suspect you could wake him up now. Um, I convey that to JR. Do you want to wake him? Yes, we should see why he was floating in the the river and what condition. This is a weird... I've never seen anybody in this kind of condition before. Well, and, and it's just this one man. Do you think he had friends? Companions? Do I see anything while I'm looking over? You you go to look over and and you don't see anything else in the river. Though you do notice... Very unnaturally quickly, the, the storm seems to be passing. I, I will wake up, uh, I'll wake up the Triton. He takes in a deep breath uh, and looks immediately to his right hand where he flexes his fingers. And then he looks back to the two of you. I, I recognize you. You're, you called yourselves Olive Garden? <laughs> no, no, we're the good noodles and company. Yes, noodles and company. I, I, he, he tries. He struggles to sit up to take in his surroundings. How did I become? How did I find myself on this boat? Where am I? This man, Jr. Here rescued you from the water. How he knew you were there, I don't know. The water. Yeah. Yes. I. I think I was. Lost at sea for years. Thank you. Where did you say we are? We're in a river in the in the nation of Miaram. I can't imagine what I'm doing out here, but uh, thank you again. You have my deepest gratitude for saving me. I my head is splitting, and I I feel so weak. Do you mind if I take a room on this boat to rest? That would be up to the captain of this ship, but I don't see why she would say no. Yes. What was your name? I am... Um, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just remember people screaming and drowning. I, I think I maybe did it to them. But you must understand, J.I. I I had no other choice. I, I 
In order for there to be peace, sacrifices must be made. Evil must be undone so good can prosper. You understand this, don't you? Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know where that came from. He'll reach out, like, asking for help, like, to help him to his feet. We'll help him. Ooh. This is sketchy. Yeah. Yeah, I know who that is. <laughs> I'll, I'll help him to his feet. Thank you. I, I I will go speak with your captain. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with you. Come on. I give JR a knowing look. Do you think it could be? I might have crossed my mind. Keep a close eye on this patient. Yeah, I'm going to cast detect evil and good. You detect immense good and immense evil from this man. Furthermore, you know he, of course, is a triton. There's nothing particularly special about him. However, there is certainly something fiendish lurking underneath. Ravi, of course, is shocked to see to some uh, triton who looks like he's on his last leg of life, but she has no problem hosting him as well. Um, she's welcoming. I... I might as well try it. I'm going to touch him. (laughs) (laughs) On the shoulder. (laughs) And cast remove curse. I break all curses that are bound to a creature. And if he is attuned to a curse item, he is no longer attuned. There's a loud thud as you cast that spell. And a black sword falls and materializes and falls to the wood floor. And he, he, he jumps back away from it. You know this sword. What do we do? Look at that, it's Soul Render again. How did it find us? I don't know. That sword is dangerous. You have to keep it safe. You have to put it away. It was thrown into the ocean, and now it's found <laughs> its way back to JR. Why would you throw it in the ocean? Was that the best you could come up with? <laughs> Some of the members of our party here are maybe not the wisest. I have experience with this sword. I can hold on to it. I can keep it safe so it doesn't get into the wrong hands. Um, I also have experience with this sword. And I don't think that's accurate. It's maybe not possible to keep a sword like this in one's possession without it tainting the soul. It needs to be destroyed or kept away from anyone. I'm not sure how we can destroy it, but for now we have to find, you think someone's soul is strong enough to withstand it? I went a couple months with it. Carry it for a while. I was stuck inside that thing for years. I know how it is. You too. Yes. I want nothing more to do with that sword. If you wish to take it, be my guest, but if you know that sword as well as I do, you know what it's capable of. JR, what if we were to place this in Heen's bag of holding? At least it wouldn't be able to attune to anyone. That's a good idea. One of the the crew members who's watching all of this go down will go fetch Heen, and Heen, you'll be woken up. And- <laughs> 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 uh, 
Yes, yes. You really should get that looked at. <laughs> uh, that's how all Gith wake up. <laughs> oh God! Uh, and you, you'll be you're brought up to speed as the crew member is uh, bringing you to this the hallway where the sword is. So, if you're telling me correctly, we're just going to store it again. Perhaps when we get to Jabu's rise, we can find someone knowledgeable enough to properly dispose of this evil um, item. Alright, um, so I don't accidentally touch it while rummaging through my bag. Uh, fetch some wax. Someone will go fetch wax and there's sort of an awkward moment where you're all just waiting and you notice that there is a butt-naked triton, uh, triton just standing there. He and your intelligence is high enough, you immediately recognize him as Emperor Kavis. I get, I'm sure there's a ton of commotion. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll come in and, and I'll, I'll see the sword sitting on the ground. I'll, I'll like hiss and take mm-hmm. three steps backward. What is, oh. what is that? Is that what I, is that? Wait, hang on. Does Tana hiss like a cat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just had the I guess I'll be knelt just staring at it over it. Yes, it's soul render. And this triton was afflicted by it. Uh, specifically, Emperor Kavis. What? What? You don't, you don't recognize him. We talked with him on his boat. Well, through he a looks spell. horrible. The Emperor? I didn't even recognize him. The Emperor of the Tridents? He, no, no. He had soul render? That can't be right. Oh, I'm, my God. I'm not anyone's ruler. I... Oh, my gods. Yes. Shut up, Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> what if we just started another war? Or what if he started another war under the influence no, of surrender? No, I ended the war. Meanwhile, while they're arguing, I'm just slowly reaching for the sword. Uh-oh. Why? <laughs> <laughs> By the way, where's Mo? Oh, I'm sleeping through this. Oh, okay. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be hand slowly about to grab it, just hearing whispers probably in my head. Yeah, they're, they're just coming into focus as you get closer to the hill. I'll stop and start saying something under my breath, almost like a a chant or a prayer or something. And then I pull back. Hmm. I think we need to throw this in the bag of holding. We'll figure out what to do later. Yeah, someone will return with wax for you. I will delicately pick up the sword with an astral construct. (laughs) Yeah, smart. Yeah. And I will form a mold around it. Um motion for the crewman to hold the wax over. Mm -hmm. Tana, if you would do the honors. Of course. I will light a small flame beneath the wax to melt it. And cast it in wax. In your head, you can hear the gurgling as if you're drowning someone in wax. No. (laughs) Oh, that's awful. It's cool. And then it solidifies and the screaming stops. Okay, I'm going to test it. You know what to do if it takes over. I'm going to reach out and touch the wax cast. You feel uncomfortable, but you hear no whispers. I'll pull back. Well, I don't feel the sudden urge to kill everyone here. I suppose that is success. (laughs) Just to clarify, when you said you know what to do, was that for us to kill you? Uh, I'm holding my sword. (laughs) (laughs) I know I've got two balls of fire out in my hands. I've got my hand on my dagger at my side. (laughs) Okay, I will store it at the bed. I'll pull out some of my spare clothes as well. And Hold wrap. on one second. I'm going to go up and shove you really hard. And then just... What? what? Okay, you don't. You still don't want to kill me? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Okay. 
carry on. <sighs> okay. Um, I'll now take my clothes out that I started pulling out, lay it on the ground and wrap the sword in it so hopefully I don't uh, break the wax at any point and I'll stuff it in my bag of holding. JR, do you think this man is worthy to carry such a burden? I think so. Why do you refer to it as worthy? It's a curse. It is a power. I just want to make sure that it ends up in the right hands or destroyed. It is not only a power, it is shackles. Power with shackles is pointless, though. If I was to take it, I would be no more than the slave that the two of you had been. I have no interest in that. Some would argue all power is shackles. He nods in agreement to both of you. Very good, then you are worthy. Still doubt your emperor? I can't imagine I led an empire. That seems... <laughs> Talk about shackles. That kind of power. No, uh, I... I need to rest. I need to remember how I got here. What happened to my brain? I was in such a good mood. Before, I had burned my body. I was thinking we could just burn our past and move on. And now I'm starting to wonder if we can ever really escape our past. Because everywhere we go, it just seems to follow us. I worry the same thing. This at least has the benefit of being corporeal and thus destroyable. Perhaps casting it in lava? I could do that. <laughs> we tried. You tried? Yes. In the vents below? Yes. Yes, I, I wanted that thing gone. Though I suppose I'm glad it's still here. I can't say why. We should all get rest. I imagine we have quite the journey ahead of us to... Wh where are we going again? We are headed to Yabu's Rise, as is the captain of this ship. Uh, very good. All right. I, I take my leave, he says. As Finian goes back to his room, I'm going to follow him. <laughs> it would be better to have two sets of eyes on this at all times, especially given uh, we have now two former associates of it. I agree, and I think as soon as we arrive in Yabu's Rise, one of our first orders of business, if possible, is to do away with this evil, if possible. As I watch Finian and Heen walk away with this sword, I'm just standing in the doorway, swirling a little marble-sized ball of fire that keeps switching between orange and black. Waiting. Oh, boy. This ship's gonna burn. <laughs> I think the world's gonna burn. Jeez. 24 days pass. During that time, you follow the river north through the mainland of Vitara, passing through the intense heat of the sunlit wastes along the way. With the sun directly overhead, I don't imagine Finian comes out onto deck much during this time. I was actually going to say, I stay in my cabin yeah. most of the time. But eventually, the river leads to another, which empties out into the northern sea. With storm clouds brewing on the horizon, and only three days left until the fated meeting at Yabu's Rise, you finally arrive at your destination. The city of technology and wonder. And that is where we'll continue next week. I can't believe we have Soul Render again. Yay, he's back. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
Thank you for listening to our podcast. And a special thanks to our greater deities, Ricky, Linda, and the Diligent Protector. Our deities, Zach, Vic, Malpomony, Alley Cat, and PM. Our Celestials, Ironjaw, Little Liv, David Green, Virgil McClurkin, and Chris Kremkow. Our heroes, Chris Matowski, Ride Andre, and Holly Mac. And all of our adventurers. Oh, I did it. I did it. <laughs> uh, if you want to affect the story like they do, come roll with us on Patreon. Uh, that's all I have for today. See you next week. Thanks, See you everyone. See you. Bye. This ASMR monk uh-huh. named Orin uh-huh. who died uh-huh. and had a tattoo about Yabu's rise, uh-huh. and so we're apparently they're gathering seven super important people. And, and why do we feel the need to go? I still am whenever not. you see a tattoo, I guess we have to okay. go investigate okay. it. I, I, that's fair. <laughs> yeah. I, I saw one of the sailors had a tattoo with a heart that said "mom" on it. I guess we need to go investigate that too. We gotta go meet his mom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the other side of the world. <laughs> that's where we get our quest. <laughs>